Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Find Your Model Health, the official podcast for those looking to optimize their long-term health and weight goals and understand how their body really works. I am your host. I am Shemaine Linney. I am a fitness and nutrition expert, biohacker, and certified iridologist. I hope you're keeping really well on this windy Wednesday afternoon in Airdrie. Well, it'll be Thursday by the time you get to listen to this, and hopefully the storm isn't too bad over the next 24 hours. I hope you're keeping awesome and enjoy this second episode of 2021. We're going to look at bacterial vaginosis and just understand what causes it, some of the treatments you may see, and of course some natural treatments. So sit back and enjoy, and of course if you have any questions, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. Before we go on, I must emphasize that the information in these podcast episodes is for informational purposes only and should not be taken as medical advice please do consult your health practitioner before making any lifestyle changes so bacterial vaginosis popped up a a few times um, for clients of mine in 2020 which is not a surprise it was quite a stressful year and definitely Many of us had our immune systems compromised due to the stress, but we were also consuming maybe some foods that we shouldn't have that would cause a rise in infections like this. So the mainstay of conventional BV or bacterial vaginosis treatment is antibiotics. But as you're about to learn, this treatment isn't foolproof and there is a high recurrence rate. And on top of this, conventional treatment carries medical risks and side effects so our conventional antibiotic treatments although can be beneficial it's not a long-term solution for bv it's more of a band-aid for what's really going on and what's really going on is a disruption in the vaginal microbiome or ecology Um, so this also will be considered a dysbiosis or an imbalance of the good bacteria ratios bacterial vaginosis is talked about as an isolated gynecological problem uh, more often than not and not really as an imbalance in the vaginal microbiome or the body's bacteria profile even which can be a result of a larger system-wide imbalance in your whole ecosystem so the body's total microbiome which includes your skin your mouth your hair pretty much everything bv isn't as many women think an infection with a specific bacteria or yeast bv rather refers to an imbalance in the vagina's own good bacterial colonies in which the beneficial organisms or good bacteria aren't as robust leading to an overgrowth of these bad bacteria in the vagina like Um, Gardnerella vaginalysis, Mycoplasma hominis and a few other microorganisms and I have had 
are running with a mycoplasma. And let me tell you, it is not fun at all. Now, BV usually has noticeable symptoms, including a thin gray colored discharge, a strong unpleasant smell or referred to as a fishy odor. And you will notice it if no one else does because we are obviously very aware of our own scent and what is normal and what's not normal. And then vaginal itching or irritation or a feeling of burning. But BV can also be occasionally asymptomatic until these bigger problems or symptoms occur. Almost 30% of women between the ages of 20 and 50 have BV or are in a state of BV. So they have enough vaginal dysbiosis at any given time that their bacteria or microbiome is disrupted and they may not even know it. So unfortunately, as is my experience, and I'm sure many of your experience, conventional doctors know very little about how to treat this, along with a lot of other things, dare I say, outside of prescribing antibiotics, which often don't work, leading then to multiple rounds of treatment, which eventually do reduce the overgrowth of the bacteria, but don't help to reset your vaginal ecology and more often than not wipe out even more good bacteria, causing further problems of something else or infections somewhere else in the body, like um, maybe candida will crop up or bladder or urinary tract infections. So it's important to be aware of that. But BV does need to be taken seriously. Disruption in the natural ecology of the vagina with changes to the pH and vaginal mucus, whose job it is to protect us against infections. So BV can reduce these, which are defense mechanisms, and make us more susceptible to contracting sexually transmitted diseases or infections, including HIV, which is very scary. It is also associated with abnormal pap smears, which, would you believe, my doctor told me, no, nothing at all. Like, the infections would not affect a pap result. And of course, me being the researcher at, that I am, when she said that, I came home and I looked on PubMed and wherever I could and found, well, actually, yes, infections will cause a change in pap results and cells, for sure, definitely. And before I had even came across the studies in my mind, I was like, hold on a second now. If these cells are inflamed from an infection, of course the cells are going to look abnormal on a test. But she um, was adamant that it wouldn't and thus she was wrong because once I had cleared up my infection, my pap came back perfect. So my follow-up pap. Um, but anyway, 
So BV is also associated with um, pelvic inflammatory disease, which can cause later fertility problems and ectopic pregnancies, and endometriosis due to the inflammation of the lining of the uterus. Um, bacterial vaginosis is also especially dangerous for pregnant women who face increased risk of second trimester miscarriage or preterm labor. Um, after giving birth, women with bacterial vaginosis are also at greater risk for postpartum endometriosis, which can be due to several factors and BV, having a BV underlying condition is just one of them that works alongside other factors. So in that case, that would be kind of an looking at the individual and their picture, if that makes sense. So really the answer lies in understanding the underlying cause of BV, the body as a whole, as we say, and the factors that influence it, including diet, alcohol, stress, sleep, um, yes, sleep can influence BV, toxins, changes in the body's pH, and we're going to look at all of these, and other things that may enter the body, including into the vagina. So um, what causes BV? Well, BV is the result of, as I mentioned, a disruption in the body's vaginal ecology or even broader microbiome in a whole so either the whole body or usually the gut it can be due to local disruptions in that vaginal ecosystem or more kind of more rounded exposure to the body's microsystem which then in turn affects the vaginal ecology so some causes of this disruption are gut issues or dysbiosis, a high sugar diet, alcohol consumption, or poorly controlled blood sugar. And I know many people are rolling their eyes or saying, yeah, I expected that. High sugar and alcohol generally are blamed for everything or cause or the cause of everything, which is true in both aspects. They are because they are. They just are. The science is there. The medicine is there. The studies are there. We know that sugar, alcohol, and some other foods are the main causes of many of the issues we see in our health nowadays. Then we have exposure to chemicals and fragrances that can upset our good bacteria and our vaginal pH antibiotics, of course, stress, changes in the vaginal pH that can specifically happen from aging because our pH does change as we age just as our digestive enzymes and other aspects of good health change as we age. Um, also from douching or using other fragrant fragrant or so-called cleaning products that are developed for women specifically to help you smell better, which I literally roll my eyes at that stuff. Like, come on, who, 
anyway, I'm not getting into it. Um, changes in the vaginal pH can also be due to exposure of semen or saliva. I bet you didn't know that. And then poor sleep. You may not think of it, but poor sleep greatly affects our bacteria our immune system and our blood sugars and um, if you followed me for a long time or have listened to many of my episodes you'll remember that too much sugar feeds bad bacteria and yeast they love it so if you do have an overgrowth of bacteria or yeast you will experience more cravings for these foods so first, we got to get an accurate diagnosis from your doctor or your health practitioner. Um, in order to be diagnosed with BV, you must meet at least three of the following four AMSOLS criteria. So AMSOLS criteria is pretty much a list of markers that are looked for to confirm a diagnosis of BV. Um, and these can be detected with a vaginal exam and um, a swab of vaginal fluids. But these markers are thin grey coloured discharge, um, a vaginal pH greater than 4.5, a whiff test, and yes, that is a thing, and your doctor may not need to do that. You may be able to just tell them that, hey, I smell different or something's not right. Um, and then the presence of what are called clue cells in vaginal fluid. So that would be done from that swab. Um, then, of course, the next step is, do I go with conventional treatment or natural treatment? The conventional treatments, as you know, for bacterial vaginosis is antibiotics, which can be taken orally or applied topically. Um, these may be necessary in the short term, but they can have side effects um, like further disturbances to the gut, like diarrhea, bloating, vomiting, spasms, cramping, abdominal pain, nausea, all that lovely stuff, an inflamed or sore mouth, loss of appetite. You can experience swelling of the lips, face or tongue drowsiness, dizziness, headache, um, vertigo or shaking or an unsteady walk, skin breakouts, rashes or itching, pain or stiffness in your muscles or joints, darkening of the urine, visual disturbances, confusion, depression, hallucination, liver issues, um, disorder to the peripheral nerves, so neuropathy, decrease in the number of white blood cells in the blood, seizures, and I think if you're not convinced after that list to try the natural way first, then I don't know. So if using an antibiotic, if you do decide to go down that road, I always recommend trying the topical treatment first because this is less likely to cause serious side effects and um, of course to try and support the gut and the microbiome as much as possible with your vinegars and your bitter tart foods. One of the more commonly used antibiotics is metronidazole which has an 80% cure rate within four weeks. Now that's pretty impressive except 
the recurrence rate is disproportionately high as well. 15 to 50% of women who treat BV with metronidazole experience a return of symptoms within three months. Now, one theory about why the reoccurrence rate is so high after a course of these antibiotics or any antibiotics is that the antibiotics kill bacteria, but they're not biased. They kill everything. They kill the good too. I always talk about antibiotics like a nuclear bomb to your body. Like they kill everything. They're not just focused on the bad. And without the correct approach to supporting the repopulation of good bacteria and yeasts, you can end up with another imbalance which continues to tilt towards the bad over time or weeks and then you get that reoccurrence again. So... Uh, I'm sure you're saying, well, what are the natural ways to prevent and treat BV? Um, And I have provided, if you're a client of mine, I have provided a PDF that I can send you if you just reach out to me with all this. But basically, nutrition and lifestyle choices and overall health are major factors in helping to prevent and treat bacterial vaginosis. Um, because these include steps that restore that healthy vaginal ecology. And basically, they address the root causes of this dysbiosis. So here are some steps to restoring your vaginal ecology. Um, Some of them you may have heard of and some of them you may not. Um, So one, we're going to look at balancing your blood sugar. So as mentioned and if you follow me, you know this, that blood sugar imbalances, excess blood sugar is going to feed these bad bacteria and drive up instances of infection even more. So if you're working to prevent or treat BV, and especially if you struggle with persistent BV, you want to watch the amount of sugar you eat, both added and natural, and know that even small amounts of sugar can add up. And I must highlight that fruit is a sugar. So many people forget about this, but yes, fruit is a sugar. So are some of your tubers. Well, all your tubers, pretty much. Your sweet potatoes, your turnips, stuff like that. So yes, they are sugars. So, and it's smart to avoid alcohol entirely when you're treating BV and trying to keep it from occurring and then keep it to small amounts only if you are having it. Um, if you're susceptible and notice an association between alcohol intake and reoccurrence, because and not only is alcohol a form of poison to the body, but when you consume alcohol, it prolongs the amount of time that sugar is in your body too. So remember that if you're having alcohol, I would advise you also pair alcohol with substances or supplements that support detoxification of the alcohol too. Um, heal next. So step two, heal your gut and bring in some of those good organisms. Um, your microbiome or your gut bacteria imbalance called also called intestinal dysbiosis is commonly a root cause of chronic or reincurrent vaginal infections, including BV, but also yeast infections. So rebalancing your gut bacteria can go a long way to preventing and halting even the recurrent 
vaginal infections. So those bitter, tart and sour foods that I talk about all the time, your polyphenols and your modbiotic foods, also probiotic rich foods, including plain, live, active, cultured yogurts, sauerkraut, fermented vegetables, that includes your pickles, kimchi, miso, all that stuff like that, um, vinegars, amazing. All of those are going to be super helpful. And then if you have used antibiotics, you may need to do a cycle or two of a good probiotic to support the recolonization even further. While you do that good probiotic, you're continuing though with the foods I just mentioned. Number three, practice healthy sex. If you have sex with men, know that penises carry their own bacteria that can disrupt your vaginal ecology. Um, over time, if you have the same partner, yes, your pH and your bacteria, they become somewhat the same or familiar, but um, understanding that semen can change the pH of your vagina, um, causing that environment for BV to occur. Um, condoms have been proven to help prevent BV. So even if you've got your birth control, under control uh, this may still be something you want to consider oral sex can trigger bv too because the ph of your mouth is very different to the ph of the vagina the ph in your mouth is way more alkaline sex toys are another source of recurrent bv so keep them clean of course even if it just means um, scalding them or putting them in boiling water Number four, remember your vagina is self-cleaning, so do not douche, do not douche, even with apple cider vinegar, if you've heard you should because it's natural and apple cider vinegar is amazing, don't do that. Douches should be avoided at all costs because they disrupt the natural vaginal ecology. Um, so regular douching, even with natural products, has been shown to double the risk of developing vaginitis. Also avoid scented products that includes those ones that I mentioned earlier that are specifically made for women like those soaps or fragrant wipes and stuff like that. The fragrances in these products are extremely damaging to the vaginal ecology and do more to trigger infections than keep them away. So warm water is good enough to keep your lady parts clean, really. Um, and that's usually what I recommend. Okay, number five, go green with your period or menses products if you can. If BV is a persistent problem, particularly after your period and you use menstrual pads, this is really common because... Um, because of a few things but one of them is that increased moistness that occurs from having a pad on all day so you'd want to change your pad more often try switching to tampons or even rotate or consider switching to a menstrual cup like a diva cup also beware of the toxins in conventional products which can alter the ph and cause inflammation and people forget about this a lot so if you can 
opt for organic pads or tampons and these are easier to get your hands on than you'd think i have seen some of these at big box stores like superstore even recently i remember noticing them a while back so they are there um number six don't hate me but you may need to say goodbye to your g-strings and thongs at least for a while thongs inevitably right up and they allow bacteria from the anus to pretty much use that thin strip of fabric as a highway to travel to your vagina so instead wear your boy shorts your briefs or your panties or even go commando if you like so whatever underwear or choice you do make make sure that it has at least a crotch that is cotton lining because that's going to be gentler and more breathable okay number seven take antibiotics only when necessary antibiotics save lives and they can be useful when needed um, but up to 70% of antibiotics prescribed are unnecessary so only if you absolutely need them and then number eight supplements herbs stuff you can consider using to treat bv naturally so in addition to all of the steps i just mentioned there are some natural things we can add in to our diet or supplement regime to address bv so zinc being the first zinc we're looking at 30 to 40 milligrams a day vitamin e about 400 international units a day and vitamin a 10,000 units a day or more and I paused there because some health professionals will only recommend 10,000 units but I have seen studies where up to 60,000 units a day was treated or used to treat candida so it, it depends but, but all zinc vitamin E and vitamin A are very important for supporting that immune response and the immune system and even making sure that the androgens or the sex hormones go where they're supposed to go which they do play a big part in stuff like this um, so all of these dosages are for pretty much everyone except in pregnancy when it's best that you only take what's in your prenatal or in your diet um, but otherwise you can get these in your diet or your supplements and you can use some tracking apps to kind of get a guesstimation and it is only a guesstimation or approximation of how much you're consuming uh, you can take berberine one of my favorite products or supplements ever for many reasons but it is a strong antimicrobial and antibacterial and even antifungal herb so berberine is a derivative of golden seal um, berberine also will help you manage those blood sugars so you can take berberine oregano and garlic daily as part of your protocol or you can just take two of these if you wanted but oregano is considered the big guns when it comes to infections you want to take apple cider vinegar daily to balance those blood sugars and support good bacteria and body ph the apple cider vinegar will also stimulate bile production and bile is pretty much a storage site for our antibacterias um, you can then if you're not doing an antibiotic 
take one capsule of a good probiotic orally and the timing will very much depend on the foods you eat and your lifestyle but some people will benefit more from taking a probiotic in a fasted state and some people will benefit more from taking a probiotic with some sort of starch or resistant starch so that those good bacteria can hitch a ride down to the intestines and on those fibers next you can treat bv using topical yogurt applications so this is an option um, it is disputed but one study found that 88 percent of women who applied unsweetened plain live active culture yogurt internally to the vagina twice a day for a minimum of seven days remained bv free two months after the study um, you can also apply the yogurt to a tampon, tampon or a sanitary pad if you'd prefer that. And if you are experiencing extreme itching or burning, you can place a sanitary towel or tampon in the fridge for 30 to 60 minutes before putting yogurt on it and then use that as relief. So once you cool down the pad or the tampon and put the yogurt on it, you should get some nice relief there. And then lastly, you could use a herbal suppository. Suppositories that contain golden seal or berberine, as I mentioned, and essential oils are my antimicrobial. Um, so you can purchase a good quality pre-made vaginal suppository online or in most health stores. Um, but just a side note, berberine like turmeric is yellow and will turn clothes or sheets yellow if it gets on them. So lastly, um, if you are pregnant within a few months of postpartum or having persistent infections, so if it doesn't clear up within a few days of natural treatment or you develop abdominal pain, fever or other symptoms, you need to go to your doctor immediately or even urgent care. Okay, remember, BV is annoying. Sometimes it's really uncomfortable, but it does carry risks of other things. So it's important that you do treat it effectively. Okay, well, that's that. I hope you found this episode very helpful and informative. And like I mentioned at the start of the episode, if you have any questions for me, don't hesitate to reach out. You can reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram at Shemaine's Model Health, or you can go to my website, shemaine'smodelhealth.com, and there's a button at the top of the page there that allows you to message me. Um, but otherwise, please share with anyone you feel may benefit from this information sharing is caring and now is the time as i always say for us to take responsibility for our health enjoy the rest of your day stay safe and i will chat to you guys really soon bye bye